Hey guys, welcome to uh, the little mini content uh, podcast uh, for our lesson on Friday the 22nd. So <clears throat> hopefully you listen to this before you come to class. Uh, I'm not going to go too long, but I, I'm not going to go over the content in class. You do need to get this here. All right. So uh, what you're going to be doing in class is you're going to be building a little virtual museum using Google Slides uh, with some partners where you're going to go into a little more depth into the, the topics we're going to talk about here, uh, which is the overarching theme of gerrymandering. All right. <clears throat> I'll explain it more when we get to class. Uh, but let's start off with, you know, uh, some of the, the, the terms that you're going to need to know. Uh, the first one is reapportionment. Okay. And then we got redistricting and then we'll get into gerrymandering. Um, and then we'll talk about two court cases. <clears throat> so reapportionment, um, this is something that happens. Okay. Um, it happens every 10 years when we get the census, we're going through it right now because we just got done with the census. And what the reapportionment is going to do is it is going to move around the number of seats that states have in the House of Representatives. So some states are going to lose some people. <clears throat> others, others are going to gain some people. All right. Uh, last I'd heard, I have not seen this confirmed yet, but the last I'd seen was that um, Arizona is going to gain a seat. Florida is going to gain, I think, maybe two seats, if I remember correctly, and one other state is going to gain some. So if they lost seats, then other states have to, I mean, if they gain seats, then other states have to have lost seats. And I'm pretty sure New York, Ohio, and somewhere else maybe uh, lost a seat. I, I can't remember exactly where they, where they were. So reapportionment is just the moving around because that 435 never changes. Even though the populations are going to change around the states uh, every 10 years, that 435 is going to stay the same. And because that stays the same, then they have to go in and they have to adjust the numbers. And so people are going to lose some House seats. Some states are going to gain. Now, because those states are gaining and losing, they have to go through redistricting. Okay, that's the next thing, redistricting. Every state, though, is eligible to redistrict at this point because you have population shifts within your state. All right. So redistricting is where the state legislature. So that's key. It's not the national. Washington, D.C., our, our House and our Senate up and up, up there have nothing to do with redistricting. It is the state. So each state gets to redraw lines as they see fit. The ones that lost and gained seats, they have to. If you gained a seat, you have to redraw because you're having to add districts. If you lost the seat, you're having to subtract, so you're having to redistrict. Georgia is going to stay the same, 14 House seats, but they might redraw the lines. They're going to redraw the lines because of the population shifts. We have a lot of people coming into the metro area. They're going to have to make some changes, okay? Those two things, reapportionment and redistricting, lead to gerrymandering. Now, gerrymandering is legal. There's nothing illegal about gerrymandering, um, but it is where the draw the lines get drawn to favor one party over the other. All right, um, and hopefully in the assignment you get on Friday, you're going to be able to take a look at some of the data, some of the maps, some of the uh, 
proposed maps, some of the other maps that show you how state legislatures around the country have attempted to gerrymander and redraw lines to benefit their party. Because once again, it is the states that do this. It is not the national legislature. So just keep that in mind. All right, so gerrymandering is the redrawing of the lines to favor one party. All right, to favor your party, whichever party you are. Um, now, two court cases you got to know uh, real quick when it comes to, to this stuff. Uh, and this and it's redistricting, reapportionment, okay, not gerrymandering. Uh, first up is Baker versus Carr. Now, this case is important because up to this point, and Baker versus Carr was around 1962. This is a required case. Up to this point, gerrymandering happened. And nothing happened because of it. All right. Gerrymandering would happen. It would take place. People would redraw lines and the courts would say, we can't look at it. And that's not a court issue. That is only a political issue that we're not trying to solve. <clears throat> Baker versus Carr then happened and the courts began to be able to look at these lines. So now gerrymandered lines can be looked at. They can be challenged and the courts can force states to over ruled or overrule the states and make them redraw lines. All right, Baker versus Carr, though, you need to understand this. It has nothing to do with gerrymandering, okay? So please hear that. It has nothing to do with, with gerrymandering. Baker versus Carr had to do with redistricting, though, okay? In this case, it happened up in Tennessee. <clears throat> Shelby, Shelby, Tennessee, uh, had a law in the book saying that, hey, we'll redistrict every 10 years based on our population shifts. That was in 1920. They had not redistricted since 1920. Even though they had the law in the book saying they're going to, they had not redistricted. So by the time this rolls around, Shelby County, Tennessee, the district there is a huge population. And the lines need to be redrawn to, to break this population up because they're, they're being underrepresented versus some of the more rural areas which have lost population uh, and still has, you know, just the, the one, uh, one house member. All right, so we're looking at a situation where you've got one house member maybe you know, representing 500,000 people versus uh, another one that's representing uh, 20,000. I, I don't know those numbers, but that's, what, that's where the case comes from. Okay, Once again, the court up to this point had not looked at these cases. They choose to look at Baker versus Carr. They decide that, yes, Tennessee needs to redistrict. So now all of a sudden, here's the window to look at uh, lines that have been drawn by uh, state legislatures. Okay. The second case you got to know is Shaw versus Reno. Uh, Shaw versus Reno happened in North Carolina. It's more recent, around uh, 1990 or so. Uh, in this case, North Carolina drew a line, and um, it, it, it you'll look at. Hopefully, you'll you'll find it in a map uh, when you're doing your your virtual museum. <clears throat> but they uh, they drew this this line, a district, uh, pretty much up the 85 corridor. It was a, it was very long, very weird looking line um and it it was it encompassed a lot of african-american voters okay uh residents in north carolina claimed it was racially generated all righty uh, and the court decided that it was bizarre enough it was crazy enough to constitute that it was an effort to separate voters based on race you can't do that okay you can't do that so those are the things you need to know for class on friday uh that is going to be an eight-minute podcast. I apologize for going a little bit longer than the five to six minutes I had planned on. Um, but as usual, I get to talk about this stuff and 
Uh, I just keep on going. All right, guys, I'll see you in class on Friday. Hope all is well. Bye-bye.